Let us be attentive. Precious in the sight of the Lord is the death of his saints. What shall I render unto the Lord for all that he has given me? Wisdom. The reading is from St. Paul's letter to the Hebrews. Let us be attentive. Brethren, obey your leaders and submit to them, for they are keeping watch over your souls as men who will have to give account. Let them do this joyfully and not sadly, for that would be of no advantage to you. Pray for us, for we are sure that we have a clear conscience desiring to act honorably in everything. I urge you the more earnestly to do this in order that I may be restored to you the sooner. Now may the God of peace, who brought again from the dead our Lord Jesus, the great shepherd of the sheep, by the blood of the eternal covenant, equip you with everything good that you may do his will, working in you that which is pleasing in his sight through Jesus Christ. To whom be glory forever and ever. Amen. Peace be to the reader. hear the Holy Gospel. Peace be with you all. And with your spirit. The reading is from the Holy Gospel according to St. Luke. Let us be attentive. Glory to you, O Lord. Glory to you. At that time, Jesus was teaching in one of the synagogues on the Sabbath. And there was a woman who had a spirit of infirmity for 18 years. She was bent over and could not fully straighten herself. And when Jesus saw her, he called her and said to her, Woman, you are free from your infirmity. And he laid his hands upon her, and immediately she was made straight, and she praised God. But the ruler of the synagogue, indignant because Jesus had healed on the Sabbath, said to the people, There are six days on which work should ought to be done. Come on those days and be healed, and not on the Sabbath day. Then the Lord answered him, You hypocrites, does not each of you on the Sabbath untie his ox or his donkey from the manger and lead it away to water it? And ought not this woman, a daughter of Abraham, whom Satan bound for 18 years, be loosed from his bond on the Sabbath day? As he said this, all his adversaries were put to shame, and all the people rejoiced at all the glorious things that were done by him. Thank you. 
In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. Back in 1912, a Christian man named John Harper had no idea what was about to unfold as he and his six-year-old daughter embarked upon the Titanic. As soon as the ship hit that iceberg and water started pouring in, Harper, a widower, put his little girl in a lifeboat and headed straight and rushing into the chaos in order to save as many people as possible. As he distributed life jackets, he reportedly shouted, let the women, children, and those who are unsaved into the lifeboats. Until his final breath, Harper talked about Jesus Christ and the good news of the gospel with anyone with whom he came into contact. John ultimately and willingly gave his life away so that others could live. Now in the epistle reading this morning, brothers and sisters, St. Paul referred to our Lord Jesus as the great shepherd of the sheep. And we also are familiar with Jesus calling himself the good shepherd in the 10th chapter of the Gospel of John. Let us consider this imagery of Christ, the great and good shepherd. Looking at John 10, how does Jesus show that he is a shepherd, our shepherd? Well, first, he establishes that he is the true and legitimate shepherd, not some imposter or thief, as he says, because the gatekeeper, that is God the Father, opens the front door of the sheepfold to him and entrusts him and him alone with the care of the flock. As the true shepherd, Jesus also says that the sheep listen, hear his voice, as opposed to the voices of strangers. And he leads the sheep and goes in front of them. The ultimate proof, however, that he is God's appointed shepherd of the sheep lies in these words. I am the good shepherd, and the good shepherd lays down his life for the sheep. In fact, these are not just words, because this is exactly what Jesus actually did. As the good shepherd, he laid down his life by being nailed to the cross for the sheep, quote, that they may have life and have it abundantly, unquote. John Harper sacrificed his life so that others might live. Jesus sacrificed his life so that everyone who believes in him might live forever. Brothers and sisters, if we have such a great and good shepherd who has died in order for us to live, why then do so many of us still fear death? Did Jesus not say, I came that they may have life and have it abundantly? And what is this abundance of which he speaks? It certainly does not mean a happy-go-lucky life in this world 
or many years even upon this earth. In fact, and get this, the Greek actually says, I came that they may have life and that they may have more of it. More of it. As St. John Chrysostom said, commenting on this very passage, and what is more than life? Tell me, it is the kingdom of heaven. This abundance of life, or rather, what is more than life, as we think of it, means the exceeding richness and fullness of God's own life in eternity, the divine life of the Holy Trinity that we are called to partake of and to share in. This is the life beyond life that awaits us. Now, Jesus also said that the sheep follow the good shepherd because they know and listen to his voice. And what does his voice say? It says, Fear not, for I am with you. Be not dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you. I will help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. Isaiah 41.10 The voice says, Fear not, little flock, for it is your Father's good pleasure to give you the kingdom. Luke 12.32 It says, Truly, truly, I say to you, he who hears my word and believes him who sent me and keeps my word has eternal life. He does not come into judgment, but has passed from death to life. John 5, 24. The voice of the good shepherd cries out, I am the resurrection and the life. He who believes in me, though he die, yet shall he live. John eleven twenty four, And it says, I am the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end. I will give of the fountain of the water of life freely to him who thirsts. He who overcomes shall inherit all things. And I will be his God, and he shall be my son. Revelation 21, 6. The sheep know the voice of the Good Shepherd, brothers and sisters. And if we are indeed those sheep, let us receive his words in all faith. Let us also, with a believing and a trusting heart, pray and say the beautiful psalm of the prophet King David and utter it through the lens of Christ as we say, the Lord Jesus is my shepherd. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. For you are with me, my Christ. Your rod and your staff, that is your cross, they comfort me. You prepare the altar of table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with the oil of chrism. My cup of your communion runs over. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord, his holy church, forever and ever. Amen. To him be the power and the glory forevermore.
Amen.